From the magnificent Midwest, it's the Suzanne Venker Show, where men and women are equal in value but wildly different by nature. Join us here every week when we challenge the culture's hugely flawed narratives about men, women, sex, and love. From coast to coast and from around the world, thank you for joining us. So today I'm going to talk about this one skill that every wife needs in her back pocket. And I'm just going to I'll start I'm just going to start by saying what that is rather than leading up to it. Basically, it's to stop saying no. Which another way of putting that could be to be agreeable rather than argumentative. Now, if you want to get technical about this, Um, there are actual personality tests that you can take to determine what your natural tendency is. Um, But you probably know, so I don't know that it would require a, um, a personality test, but just, just to back this up a little bit and tell you that I know this from personal experience, I can vouch for it. Um, I know what it's like to be in this boat and to have changed it. So dramatically. So I know that if I can do it, you can do it. And it's probably worse for me because number one, I come from a long line of very argumentative type women. And when I say argumentative, I just essentially mean, um, women who, you know, don't, um, acquiesce very easily. They are sort of, um, challengers, I guess that's a way of putting it. And in addition to having been raised that way, I actually chose a profession. Well, there's two professions, basically. I was home for many years and I was in charge of my kids. And you have to know how to say no to little children, for sure, um, if you're going to do a reasonable job of it. So there was that. But then also what I ended up doing later is making arguments in the public sphere or via my my writing. So I'm literally arguing for a living. (laughs) So between arguing for a living in my books um, and, you know, being in charge of children, just being argumentative or, or knowing that I don't even like saying it that way. Cause to me, it's really about the word. No, I was definitely, you know, the word no was um, or, and, and by the way, by the, it's not just using the word. No, when you say no, there are a lot of ways that um, you can say no without actually saying those words. It's basically saying the opposite of what other people are saying just for the sake of, you know, um, depending on what your motives motives are. For me, it was always like thinking through the whole thing and wanting to um, think about it from every angle. So I, you know, play devil's advocate kind of thing. Um, Anyway, that's, so that's, that's sort of my, or was my, and still is to some degree, my MO. But what I had to learn the hard way is that that does not work well in love. So that's what I want to talk to you about a little bit today, because if anybody knows about this and can, can help it, I, I believe it's me. <laughs> I have to tell you of all the proactive measures I've ever taken to bring about a more peaceful union with my husband hands down my willingness to agree with him as opposed to fighting with him and saying no all the time has had the most powerful impact. I can't tell you how many times my husband over the years used to tell me to just, can you just say, okay, just say, okay, don't, don't give me some alternative. Don't tell me what you think necessarily. Um, unless I ask kind of thing. Um, and, and don't, 
just 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 say okay. That was basically all he wanted, and I would I would hear that for a very long time before I really understood the significance of it, and then figured out kind of how to do that because it was so not in my nature. My natural tendency is to either say no or to offer an alternative or to give my opinion or to simply share what I think. I am 100% honest and 100% outspoken. If you haven't learned that by now, I, I think that's why you're here. So it's not a bad thing. I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing, but it is both a blessing and a curse. So professionally, um, I'd have to say telling the no holds barred truth is it's my brand. It's what I do. But I, I've learned that people only want honesty to a certain extent in their relationships. I know you all want honesty from me. That's why you're here. And that's great. But most of the time when people are seeking advice in your personal life or when they want advice, they just, they don't necessarily want to hear the truth. I mean, that's crazy to me because if I seek advice from someone, I absolutely want the truth. But not everybody's like that. They really just want to be heard and they want people to agree with them. And this isn't something I came up with just on my own. I remember when I was looking so deeply as to how I could make things more peaceful with my husband and me in this regard. And like, what do I do? Like, what am I? I didn't know that, you know, giving my opinion or offering an alternative was a bad thing. But I stumbled upon Dale Carnegie's book some years ago, The How to Win Friends and Influence People, which I'm sure a lot of you know of. If you haven't read it, go back and reread it. I mean, you really cannot reread that book too many times. It's essentially about how to deal with people, you know, and what people are looking for and, and how to maneuver through the world and the significance of that being more important than, than your technical knowledge in any particular area, which I wholeheartedly agree with. And of course that book was extremely popular, but this is kind of a tricky concept in marriage. I think, um, you know, that knowing when to shut up, so to speak, and when to share and, um, how to do it. Well, basically when to be quiet and I, basically what I just said, when to be quiet and when not to be, um, it's hard. I'd like to think that I could just be my normal self a hundred percent of the time in its natural state. Or I used to think this and that my husband should just sort of deal with it. Like, well, you married me, so this is how I am. But that's just a really, really dumbass way to go through any kind of relationship because, just because somebody married you and likes your personality in general doesn't mean there aren't things that you can do better and things that um, need attention. Let's put it that way. So on the home front, I really had no choice but to shift gears out of, you know, what I did during the day, whether it was taking care of my kids or later on, um, making arguments in the public sphere, like I said, or even in my writing, I had, I had to just stop making every exchange with my husband into a battle. And I didn't, I didn't know that I was, I was just carrying over from the day, you know, without realizing, okay, now I'm, now I'm in wife mode. So, um, I have to pick up a different set of skills. And this is what initially led to my book, the alpha females guide to men and marriage back, which came out in 2017. For those of you who may not know about that book, um, I would recommend taking a look. If any of this resonates, this is the book for you. So today, um, I'm very different than I used to be. I, I basically say, okay, or that's fine. Or some other version of yes. I, I say yes, as often as I can, or okay. Like he has asked or whatever you think. I say that a lot. Um, 
rather than constantly interjecting my thoughts if they if they differ from his. Um, and I got to tell you, I got to tell you, the difference between then and now is is just ginormous. It's um, quiet where it used to be very noisy, and there's peace where there used to be conflict. And that was my goal when I was trying to figure this out. So I'm going to give you an example of what a typical conversation with my husband used to look like. Maybe you guys can relate. Him. I think we should buy more life insurance. Me. What? We pay enough insurance as it is. Him. Yeah, but I'm concerned if something happens to me, you won't have enough to tide you over until you get on your feet. Me. The amount we have is fine. Him. Well, I don't feel good about it. I'll feel better knowing you're taken care of. Me. I cringe just thinking back on this. I'm sick of insurance companies taking everyone's money. People rarely collect. The whole thing's a scam. (laughs) That was me. That was me. That's what I mean by arguing. It's not that you're, you know, you're just basically sharing your opinion of the matter, right? But, um, But it comes out as a constant argument. So today that same conversation looks that same conversation looks like this. Him. I think we should buy more life insurance. Me. That's a great idea. Thank you for taking care of me. Now you might ask, hmm, you know, did all those feelings that I had about life insurance go away? No, they didn't. They, they, it's, I still have them. It's not my opinions that changed. It's my approach. And the decision was essentially, okay, I wouldn't do it this way. I wouldn't pay that extra amount or whatever. But for him, it's important. And that's his job in his mind is to make sure I'm taken care of. And even if he ends up being, well, he's not wrong. This isn't really a right or wrong. It's about how you want to spend your money. But even if he ends up doing something differently than the way I would do it, I'd much rather have peace than fight about it. That's and have my way. I mean, that's really just at the end of the day, that's what it is. Um, so you have to fight your battles or count your battles, decide what your battles are going to be. Cause there's going to be a lot of them over the decades. And you'd end up fighting all the time. If you argue every single one of those rather than just give in. Here's another example. Um, him. Oh, this has to do with uh, making reservations <laughs> at restaurants for uh, for dinner, because you know I used to do I used to handle my social count cal- our social calendar I should say a lot more, and um, I got tired of making those plans, and then he would do it, and this is what it would look like. Him, I made a reservation at Bar La Frere for Friday night. Me, oh, wouldn't you rather go to Cardwell's? Okay, translation. Basically, that's saying, I don't like your idea. Now, it looks like this. Him. I made a reservation at Bar La Frere for Friday night. Me. Sounds great. Once again, because at the end of the day, I really don't care where I'm going for dinner. I care less about the food that's going in my mouth than being out with my husband, not having to cook and clean, Oh, that, that's it. Those two being out with him and not having to cook and clean. Like that's my goal. The food. Yeah. I mean, I don't want junk food, but I'm not going to get junk food there. So 
doesn't matter where I really want to go or where I would choose to go. And so it's this ability to defer that so many women struggle with um, that keeps them from having the peace that they're looking for. The bottom line is that the more we say yes instead of no, the more we allow the other person to be open to what we think and to what we want. So it, it, you, you think that like throwing interject, interjecting what you want or what you think is so important, but at the end of the day, the quieter you are and the more agreeable you are, the more he's going to be interested in what you think. Whereas if you're constantly fighting him all the time, he's going to tune you out. That, that's kind of it in a nutshell. And, you know, it's frustrating because for years I wasn't even aware that this dynamic existed in my marriage. I was just being me. I've always been persistent. And again, this trait has worked very well for me in the professional sphere. But the reality is that the qualities that you need to get ahead at work are the exact same qualities that will screw up your love life. Let me say that again. The qualities that one needs to get ahead at work are the exact same qualities that can screw up your love life or your marriage. So being persistent, um, being a perfectionist, um, those types of things are not bad in and of themselves, but there's a place and a time for them. And in your marriage, isn't it? You know, the perfectionist tendencies that you, like, here, I'll give you an example, because I'm, surprise, surprise, a perfectionist. <laughs> so like, once again, I know this well. Um, it works out really well as an entrepreneur, you know, I and as a writer and as an editor, I, I, I take things very seriously and I'm never satisfied until I get it just as I want it until it's as perfect as I can make it so that the quality is good. So that's, that's all good. You don't want to, you wouldn't necessarily want to work with me, but in terms of the quality and what it, I mean, in terms of the, uh, yeah, the quality, that quality in me creating good quality, that's great. But if I take that perfectionist tendency at home to, to my home it's going to be really grating to the person that you're living with. So, um, and it can be very trying. So they're just two different domains and they don't, and they require a different set of skills, bottom line. And so this particular skill, not arguing to not say no and to not argue and to be more agreeable rather than argumentative is one of the skills. Now there are many, and this is what I teach in my coaching. Um, but this particular one is, is, really the biggest, one of the biggest. Um, there's a couple of really big ones, but this is one of them. And at the core of it is understanding that men do not like to fight with women. And I did a whole video on this. If you guys want to go to my YouTube channel, and if you don't know, a lot of you that are listening to this are listening to it on YouTube, but I think most of you are listening to it on your pat- podcast platform. Um, but it also, these, this podcast also goes up on YouTube and there's a lot of comments there. Um, and if you, so if you're interested, go ahead over there and you can find all other videos that I've done, not podcasts, but actual videos. And I did one on, I did one that I titled, it's not in a man's nature to fight with women. And that is undeniably true. They, they just, men just don't want to fight period. So that's why it works out better when the woman is more agreeable by nature because that same agreeable nature in a man actually does not work well for a woman. Women don't like men who are overly agreeable. So, and I'm I'm not going to get into that today, but so understanding that there's men and there's women and you got to bring different things to the table. If you want 
to have this peaceful relationship. So my argumentativeness, if you will, is really much more of a masculine quality. It, it's not, you know, it, it really isn't a feminine trait as a rule. Although I know that women are much, much more disagreeable um, and argumentative today than they have ever been. And that's because they've been socially conditioned to be that way. And they've gotten the femininity dragged out of them because they're supposed to be this way to fight with men and make it in the professional world. Fine, go do that. But you're causing problems for yourself if you don't know how to switch gears at home. And that's what's happening in so many relationships today. So, um, yeah, it's really about understanding that it's not just a personality thing, but a, a male and female nature and understanding that men, men in particular have a need, a particular need to be right. It's part of being a man. And it's not that they're trying to act like children or they, or that it's a power trip for them. It's just that a man needs to feel as though he knows what he's doing at all times. If he thinks he's wrong about something or if he doesn't have the answer, he's going to feel inadequate, like he's failing you. And he doesn't need to, it's not that he needs to be bigger or more important than you because he needs to be right. That's not it. It's about taking care of you. It's about his deep sense of duty to care for you properly. And that means knowing what to do. Now, just to close this out, don't walk away thinking that I'm saying that as a wife, you're supposed to be the dutiful little woman who keeps your mouth shut all the time. That's not it. That's not what I'm saying. It's okay to disagree, but just choose your battles and do it when it really matters. That way, when you do disagree and you discuss your points calmly and with love, your husband's going to listen more than likely. I mean, sorry, he's going to listen and more than likely agree with you. It's just that when you're in fight mode all the time, he's not going to be responsive. So it, it, it's about really understanding and appreciating this dynamic and how it's designed to work and behaving in a way that gets you where you want to go. It's not about suppressing your identity or who you are. It's just having the maturity to understand um, human relations and male and female nature and that you're not um, entitled to be, you know, however you want to be at all times that you just have, you have to grow up a little bit and understand that, um, that it, there's a nuance to this to really to all relationships, but certainly with your relationship at home where it really counts. So I hope that was helpful. And if you identify with it, awesome. Um, Again, if you want more of this kind of thing, you can get my book, The Alpha Female's Guide to Men and Marriage. It's chock full of similar type stuff. Um, and you know, as always, you can find that at Amazon or you can go to my site if you if you want, SuzanneBecker.com. That's all I've got for today, guys. See you next time. And that ends this hour of The Suzanne Banker Show. Before you leave us, I'd appreciate it if you'd take one minute to give us a review at Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use. If you've done that already, or if you can't leave a review on your podcast player for some reason, please consider sharing the show with a friend or a family member. Word of mouth is the primary way we get the word out about The Suzanne Becker Show. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week. <laughs>